So, anonymous parts guy, can I get parts for my Buell Ulysses from Touratech? I, uh, I think we have a few in a dusty corner of the warehouse somewhere. Actual Touratech parts somewhere, possibly, that I could get. It, it's maybe. This is still the happiest day of my life. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 144. I'm, uh, I'm... <laughs> and I'm the Tyrannosaurus Rex. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And dinosaurs. And, and delicious, delicious mammals. I am Goku's special needs brother. That's what I am. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a thing. How are you feeling in the mess? Uh, <laughs> are, you gonna, are you gonna are you gonna keep that on the whole time? No. no. <laughs> I have to be careful how I'm moving this shirt, otherwise I'm just gonna pop right through it. Right out of it. Yeah. Sounds fair. See my movies. Uh, okay, so it's. Been a little bit. It's been quite a while. Yes, yeah. yes. Been. I've been changing a lot of diapers, and you've been going to a lot of shows and having a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. That seems to be the trend the last couple of years, <laughs> doesn't it? Well, you can too. All it takes is for your wife to leave you. <laughs> sure, I like where that's going. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a great plan. Well, in my case, it was sort of an upgrade. Well. <laughs> yes. Well. Mm-hmm. So, um. Let's uh, let's get right to it. I thought we'd skip the classifieds this week. Okay, because it'd be kind of weird if people were just watching us look at a screen. Yes, I agree. But I agree uh, there's been a you know the Tokyo motorcycle shows going on right now. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy shit. There's the the MP3 uh, FJ09. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that thing? <laughs> I think I, I think it looks like like two FJ somethings crashed into one another and got stuck. I think it's uh, you know I look at it. In a way that the two swing arms are, or the two, uh, the forks are. Yeah, that's the part that drives me crazy. I keep imagining the bike going, hi. Hey guys. You guys. Hey. Stop. Hey. Stop. It's like the, <laughs> the, uh, the 09's special brother. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool that it's a leaning bike like the MPO3. Mm-hmm. But is anyone buying these things? No, the MP, it's like I commented it, online, the MP3 barely sold. Is it a thing in Europe? I don't think it's a thing anywhere. That's, that's I think it's a thing that they you know what I think it is, is I think it's I think it's a um, it's like a like a look at me bike. Look at what we can do. We, we have do. made a bike that has three wheels and leans. Ooh, we are good at technology. I guess. Um, I don't know. I mean they're saying it's a concept bike. I I don't think it'll ever see a production line. <laughs> yes, will never happen. Like that <laughs> Suzuki, the giant, the thousand cc, awesome looking. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know they had the. It was basically like uh, Canada's bike made mm-hmm. by Suzuki with a CVT and a thousand cc engine. That's not yeah. Yeah, that, it's V-Strom engine with a CVT. <laughs> but it's weird listening to Yamo talk about because you're like, well, we see Polaris exploring this market with their slingshot because. Because those have anything to do with one another. They're flying right off the shelf, too. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants that. Oh, there goes my... I mean, you can't, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a slingshot. So the other interesting thing that's coming out is Honda's Adventure Viffer. Yeah, the thing that they've been teasing and saying, like, Ooh, this is going to happen for how many years now? Someday. Someday we're, you will have a Viffer engine in an adventure bike, which is totally unsuitable for an actual adventure. We were just waiting for the adventure thing to cap We out. wanted to make sure that it had jumped the shark completely. And now it's dead. Before releasing anything. The Okay, so engine, totally buy it. You know, I mean, the Viffer well, engine. Well, it's the Viffer, yeah. Yeah, it makes good power everywhere. Although, 
I do wonder a little bit what's going to happen if you're leaned over and VTEC kicks in in the dirt. I'm thinking bad things. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much anything that makes your, your power delivery, to- you know, not 100% linear in the dirt is typically trouble. A bike didn't even look that exciting to me. No, no, it looks totally kind of boring. It's like, it's like, we took a Verses and a Strom and a, a Multistrada and we, we removed everything that made them unique or cool. Honda in general has been like that, um, for me with like the AIM Expo. It's Honda's thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I heard, I heard not good things about them with the AIM Expo. Well, they had a, they had a media presentation. It was pretty early on on the first day. Mm-hmm. We go to it. Um, I, I ran to James from uh, the, the Pace and we sit down. And they come out and they're like, yeah, our new thing is this Honda 250R. It's white and red. You know, there's colors. But here, look at our side-by-sides. They're super cool. And then the rest of the presentation is them talking about their side-by-sides. Well, side-by-sides are big. Side-by-sides are huge with this Lettnick group now. Like, every redneck in-law I have, which is a freaking lot, um, is all about their side-by-sides. You can get, get, get side-by-sides, you can get, you get lights on it, and you get a plate, and you can ride it on the road. You could tell all the presentations, because almost every manufacturer had um, a side-by-side of it, some it's sort. The new, it's the new, like, the it's the, the, the Jeep something. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, Honda, it's the, you know, International Motorcycle Expo. Honda's like, look, one new bike, and, like, 12 different ways you can get this side-by-side. Mm-hmm. And, oh, by the way, we make a bike. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Side-by-sides. Come on, Chuck. You can get some lights and shave signals and a plate on that, and you don't even need a car. You can be like... I guess Yamaha had, like, a big thing going with their side-by-side, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's, everybody's making... Well, the thing about it is you talk about Polaris and... They're street legal here, aren't Bombardier. They? Yeah, they're street legal in a lot of places. Yeah. So I'm saying, you get to get lights, you get run on road. Just like a car. It's as good as a car. And with my DUI, it's much easier to insure. <laughs> Do you need insurance? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. We could always we could always call friendly officer Harker on that one. We could. Uh, that was that was the disappointing part about the expo for me was how much side by side crap there was. Side by sides, Chuck. Aren't you excited about side by side? Think of it. We could. Oh my God, Chuck. We could have a side-by-side in this room. We could be sitting right now in a side-by-side doing the podcast, going down the road. We could. That doesn't sound like a bad idea. It's awesome. It would be kind of cool. We're side-by-side, you know, and, and we could hunt deer with it and things. I don't I don't have a license to hunt deer. I think it's hard to hunt deer. That depends on what you're hunting with. Well, I mean, you got to, like... Do a lottery and shit for it to get like your ticket. There's a lot of bureaucracy in hunting a deer. No, okay. You, don't you sure that's not elk? Pretty sure deer you can just shoot like lots of them. I thought it was like deer. No, get a license, go shoot yeah. deer. Yeah. and it's gotta be like you know. What... Here's what we do: we get a Buick, okay, and we go out to the roads like just on the edge of the city near the farm, field, especially we the ones with corn. Side. Buick side by side. So, just Buick with a ram on the front of it. And a trunk that opens backwards like this, right? A live ram. So what we do? No, no, like a like a like a like a cattle catcher. Oh, oh. Yeah. So then what we do is we drive down the road at like sixty something miles have an a hour. Live ram. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And then the deer jump out in front, and we hit the deer, boom, and the trunk goes whoop, and the deer goes whoop, and the trunk closes the trunk. I've given this a lot of thought. You have. Time's tight at the uh, the Todd household. I was really poor in college. Exploring new avenues. Um, of a friend shooting a deer was a real like windfall at the time. 
you know, I was putting all of my money into school. Uh-huh. So print shooting a deer was a big windfall, but there were all these deer running around campus because nobody could shoot them on campus. And, you know, <laughs> I had, I made plans. You made plans. It was that or the neighbor's cat. Like my, my ex cousin-in-law that they would call him up whenever someone, cause he was a EMT. Mm-hmm. The firefighters, EMTs would call him up if uh, there was ever like a deer hit. Mm-hmm. You want this? Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> yep, he'd take it out to his large plot of vacant land with a couple of side-by-sides. Mm-hmm. It wasn't creepy at all. Mm-mm. It wasn't like a stereotypical horror movie. Nope. No one nope. was hanging from their feet in either one of those double wides. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> he makes candles. Candles. From beeswax. Mm-hmm. Or organic wax. Organic? Yes. Good. Glad to hear it. Would you like a candle, Todd? It's vanilla scented. <laughs> no, please no. So, so oh. before we get to the Amex, Expo, though, we did get one really fun one. Um, Ted from the Motorcycle Man podcast passed along the uh, motorcycle okay. bicycle rack because several people had asked us about these. Um, these people sell a bicycle rack that goes on the back of your motorcycle. There's a guy with a Beamer who rides around on the mountain bike on the back of it mm-hmm. here in Salt Lake, and that's him we'll actually post right there yeah, in the show notes. Oh, that's his bike. Okay. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, so it's the, you know, carry the bike on the back of your motorcycle, which is sort of cool. Um, I'm fat, so I don't ride a bike that much. But, uh, you know. If you that. do. If I did. John would dig that. John would be all over that. He does. It's even on the back of a GS. He'd approve heartily. Yeah. Come on, John. Let's go. They make another thing that's going to They make cool. another thing that John will definitely want. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say about this one. The jokes write themselves. So you could put your bike on the back of your GS, which makes sense. Your because, bicycle, you know, yeah. GS yuppies do like bikes an awful lot. Sure. You could also, I, I don't know. Let me think. What, what works you got? What else would uh, a yuppie uh, like? Like a Harley and golf clubs? Oh, look. <laughs> they sell that. <laughs> Yeah. The jokes write themselves. I just, I, I Harley and golf clubs. The Harley motorcycle golf bag carrier. A, you too could a, carry your golf clubs on the back of a Harley. A Dennis, oh my god, look at that. Or the dog. back of a KLR, KLR, which just doesn't make any sense. What KLR rider is I don't playing know. golf? This, this does not compute. Is that for like stealing golf clubs? So I you can sell them for gas? And this man doesn't have styrofoam on it. This, 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 this man is an imposter. He. Yep. Faker. He has a 1200 GS in his garage. Around the corner. Big faker. <laughs> this is probably not even his bike. No, no. But yeah, you can carry your golf clubs. It's probably photoshopped on. <laughs> they photoshopped oh. golf clubs on the back oh. of KLR. Along with the Tourtech cans. Yeah, Tourtech cans. They photoshopped <laughs> them on the KLR. Clearly. Would, can those even bolt off? You know what actually KLR? it could be is it could be a really good paint job on some styrofoam ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's a good painter. Yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah. But still, the golf bag? Yeah, the golf bag. Not buying it. Bought a Harley? Yeah. Harley, yeah. It's not, it's not even a stretch. Wow. Like, that looks, yeah. that actually, it fits the lines of the bike. I, I, it fits the golden <laughs> bubble. No. Yes, Torito, you would, you would have to remove the, the milk crate from the KLR for this to work. It's not milk crate compatible. Uh, unless you do them as side, side crates. You know, you could, you could still do the milk side mm-hmm. crates. That mm-hmm. would work. Milk side crates, and you put the tour tech sticker on the milk crates. <laughs> Weigh them down with a catalog on each side. KLR riders everywhere, like. Oh, mm-hmm. 
yeah. Wait, wait. Taking notes, putting wait. that putting that away for later usage. Not not real TurTech stickers. Man, that costs money. Here. No, no, you yeah. get the, the fake TurTech stickers off of eBay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. or you find friends who bought TurTech stuff and you steal the stickers. Or just go to a show and, you know, just... <laughs> just everything <laughs> shove it on do you want a catalog I need an anchor yeah sure <laughs> thump my side stand is too short give me that catalog <laughs> so um, I, I have an idea about pants what I think I'm going to do I've got, I've got a whole bunch of pairs of the Duluth Trading Company pants now and I love them yeah they're cool um, I think I'm going to they have one pair that has the double knees for armor I think I'm gonna get those, get some G30 armor, put my suspenders on them, and use the same wax that I have for my uh, Falstaff jacket on to pants. wax the pants. That'd be pretty cool. Seems like you'd have really comfy waterproof pants that aren't, you know, like super road rash proof. But you know, I mean, I I make compromises all the time. I wear Carhartts all the time. Well, yeah, so. exactly. Like you I, I I'm wearing knee armor in them. That's got to be better than. Well, that's my thought. Is they're tougher and they got knee armor in them, so they're a shitload better than the jeans that I usually half-ass my yeah. way around the city in. Yes, for my seven-minute commute. So yeah, why not? Seems like it has legs. Yeah, no, my wife cool. is actually for it. Which anytime I come up with a cockamamie idea, she's like, "No, no, that's that one seems pretty easy." Yeah, that's kind of my thought. Is it's not? There's not much to it. Rabbits come up with. Um, kind of a version of a D30 and mm-hmm. also something that's sort of a step down from the D30 that's mm-hmm. thinner and more flexible, a lot more pliable. Yeah. That would probably be pretty good in that, too. Hmm. They were showing it at the AIM Expo that I went to. Did I mention I went to the AIM Expo? You went to the AIM Expo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah was that AIM. fun? That was a lot Did of fun. really cool stuff? I got to ride a lot of bikes and stuff and there was um, swag that people were giving me things. People were talking to me. Are you kind of a big deal? I am kind of a yeah, Carefully can rip the costume. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to send this back. <laughs> Chuck is, Chuck, you can't see online, but Chuck is stuffed into this, this costume. This is <laughs> like a, a sausage. This is a large. <laughs> this is a large. <laughs> Big fat round, I can't wear a costume in hey, large. Hey, hey, It fits my waist just fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's this. This is what's not working. Mm-hmm. Your moobs. My moobs. <laughs> So we're just so we're all clear on this. That's uh, it's not working. Yeah, no, that's that's rough. Okay, so so I I, I got to hear about the test rides because okay. two of the bikes AMX Expo are like road. There's like I would buy. There's a lot of AMX Expo stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to start with the test rides? You want to start with stuff I saw on the show floor? Start with the test rides. I got to okay. hear about the test rides. So I rode the Versus 1000, uh-huh. the Yamaha FJ09, mm-hmm. the HD um, a Harley Street 750, mm-hmm. a Harley three wheeler. The Can-Am Spider F3. Like an old people, like, dealt, like an old people... Trike. Trike. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Because I've been commuting... I, I, my main vehicle for the past month has been the Euro. Sure, yeah. So I was just like, oh, well, what's the other three-wheel this? stuff feel yeah. like? So, what do you want to hear about first? Well, let, let's... I got to hear about the Versus and the FJ first. Okay. I, I, if the Strom blew up today, the Versus or the FJ, probably the Versus would be the one I'd buy. Um... Right from the start, I would pick the FJ over the Versus. Really? Um, the Versus 1000 felt just like my Versus 650. Really? But with steroids. Massive amounts of power. Right. Okay. Um, That's but a good it was thing. still very friendly power. Yeah. Um, the bike itself, when you sit on it, it felt to me just like the 650. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I got off and the guy, I'm talking to the, the, the demo leaders and they're like, no, go sit on the 650. You'll see it's, it's actually wider and stuff. It's bigger. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that it's bigger. Well, you would think. Yeah. Um, 
But I mean, it rides, it handles, it feels just like it's it's hmm. a little brother. That's I imagine the relationship is a lot like between the, the strong one and the six fifty. Yeah. It's just so close, and it's a really nice, smooth, comfortable bike. Mm-hmm. Um, if it had been out when I was buying the Versus, I would have bought it over to six fifty. Sure, hands okay. down. It was just the, the power peppiness alone was a lot better. Yeah, it was totally worth it. Now. The FJ, on the other hand, I like that bike a lot. That was a cool bike. Okay, so it, it it's um what what so the Versus is good, but the FJ is cool. So what's the what's the so the the FJ is a lot like it's uh the what the fuck is that called? What's the other one? FZ. The FZ. The FJ is a lot like the FZ. Except for the tank mm-hmm. and the handlebars. Yeah. Um, the tank is a sort of triangular thing. It gets out, goes out pretty wide. Yeah. And the handlebars are set pretty wide. Sure. Um, when I was comparing those with James, he actually disliked that part of it. Really? He thought it made it kind of, uh, chunky, hmm. um, kind of pokey. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still had that motor. Okay. So, you know, I didn't notice it being too wide or too pokey. It was mm-hmm. still just balls out fun. Cool. Um, it was very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, the wind uh, screen did a pretty good job. No buffeting. Yeah. I was uh, wearing a borrowed full face helmet, mm-hmm. uh, but I, you know, I no earplugs. Felt good. Then wasn't really loud. Wasn't you know? Didn't feel weird at all. Hmm. Went through the different modes. Just so much fun. Hmm. And just so much fun in terms of how the engine responds. And mm-hmm. it, it to me, it felt just like the FZ. Hmm. As far as the the response and the power, um, just a I want to go. Yeah, okay, boom. Yeah, but I felt a lot more confident on that bike too than hmm. I did on the FC. That might have been just could be the bars. Could, could be, be the, the bars. It could have been you're the bars just used to a tall position. wide bike. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. You know. Oh, you and me both. Um, but if I was going to buy one today, mm-hmm. I'd buy an FC. Really? Interesting. Yeah, it's. I actually liked that seating position better for maybe what my next bike will be. Hmm. I kind of want to go back to like a sportier bike. Okay. Um, right. But yeah, that was a lot of fun, and you know, it's just it's so an easy bike to like. Knowing knowing me and my my tendency toward engines, I'm hearing FJ. Yeah. The versus. Oh yeah, yeah, but a little more mechanically, a little more like. I've, it has a lot more person. It had more personality than the okay. versus did. Cool. The Versus was a lot more streamlined. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've described the FC before as sort of like the, the slutty prom date mm-hmm. who, you know, isn't wearing underwear under her dress. The FJ is her librarian sister in college, mm-hmm. but she still doesn't wear underwear either. <laughs> so, okay. yes, that's me being sexist. Mm. But, you know, the the Versus was like a male librarian. Hmm. And he's not wearing underwear either. That's for the ladies. Doesn't work the same, does it? No. <laughs> Just sounds creepy. Yep. So okay. So so all right. FJ then when the strong blows up. I after yeah. After that, I walked over to the Harley tent. Mm. Harley was interesting. That's the first time I've done a test ride at Harley. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other places, they had like. Older people running the booth. Yeah. Doing all the, f- you, you filled out an iPad form. Mm-hmm. You showed them your license. Grandma said, what do you want to ride? 
Mm-hmm. I went to the Harley booth. There's these literally two hot chicks in low cut tanks with big old sunglasses holding a clipboard with three forms that you had to fill out. Hmm. To me, that just screams America. <laughs> <laughs> it does a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to ride the Street 750 because I hadn't got around to that. Sure. Yeah. And I've, I've still never seen one in person. I've seen the little teeny 500 in like a shop. They look okay. Yeah. Um, riding one, it's, it's a, not a great copy of a Harley done by Harley. They should have, it was almost like a copy of a Japanese copy of a Harley. <laughs> Wow, that that's a there's a ringing endorsement. You know how the Euro sounds. Euro sound kind of yeah, sounds like, like a, a watch. <laughs> well, I mean, when it's running smooth, it kind of sounds like a watch. Oh yeah, yeah, with the, the valves doing their thing. Yeah. So is the 750. It sounds like a watch. She... And it's and I guess that would make sense if it's a push rod engine, but like, hmm. and it stands out when you're because you're on the demo ride, mm-hmm. and the one I was on, I was the only rider. Mm-hmm. It was so it was me and the two. Uh, the leader in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And they're both on like wide glides, road kings. And I'm there. <laughs> you guys! Guys! Hey! It rode fine. Yeah. But it felt not like a Harley. Yeah. How did, how did it feel weight wise? I mean, did it feel like, cause the Sportster, I mean, is sort of like a little top heavy ish feeling. Uh, the major complaints with felt, it, usually? I, it felt fine weight-wise, actually. Okay. It handled fine. I felt scrunched up as hell on it. Yeah. Um, more so than I did on a Sportster. Hmm. Um, and the other weird thing, the only way I can think of this bike is, that's the bike they put, like, out in front with yeah. a big sign that says low price. And then once they get you in the door, they're like, you don't want that piece of yeah, shit. You want this over right. here. Right. This is much more. But look at the fucking... Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't have any of the Harley... Um, characteristics. Sure, yeah, it's, it's, it's like some other bike with Harley sticker on it. Yeah, because, like, you know, the turn signals, it's got a standard thumb turn signal. Yeah, not the honk to cancel. Yeah. Or the, you know, left, right. The kind yeah, of honk thing. to cancel. Honk to cancel. Okay, I'm turning. Okay, I'm hot! I've never done that on the Harley. Really? Yeah. Every fucking time I get on one. <laughs> like clockwork. Um, no, I have. Yeah. Nobody likes you. I know. Um, and I guess it even went down to like the emblem. So they used a version of the emblem where it's just sort of the, the shield and the bar with mm-hmm. nothing else in it. So it's got like a cheesy emblem? Yeah, it has like a cheesy version of the emblem. It is. <laughs> it's, it's a cheesy version of It's the... a cheesy bike. Okay. Well, it is a cheesy bike. Which is funny because you can buy plenty of other cheesy bikes. How, how does it stack up to their cheesy bikes? I mean, is it. You got that and a Shadow 750 sitting next to each other. Oh, fuck. I take the Shadow. Okay. Just the, the fit and feel is mm-hmm. superior. This bike feels like it was kind of tacked together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, that's just sort of a feel. Yeah. This yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Just, you sit on it and you're just like, this doesn't feel like money. No. I mean, that's the nice thing about the Japanese is they've really, they've really, they've got some very with, like together pieces of gear. Yeah, with their cruisers, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell this is a step below that. Mm-hmm. They they did not go to Japan to copy their bikes. No, <laughs> <laughs> they went to India <laughs> to copy their own bikes. 
<laughs> and it shows. Hmm. Especially then I went to ride the three-wheeler. Yeah, yeah, which is, what What was the three-wheeler's base? Some monster tour? Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Was that yeah. Something king. Yeah. Road um, king. Road king, yeah. Fat king. Burger king. <laughs> Couch king. Couch king. Interesting thing about that, right? king. Because they had it in the lineup. And mm. I'm like, I want to ride that next. And there's like record just... <laughs> You, you want to ride the three-wheeler? Ride that? I'm like, yeah, I want to ride that. Let me ride that. I'm like, all right. Um, you need to fill out this form and then watch this video. They gave me an iPad and I had to watch a video about the three-wheeler. It taught me things. Yeah? Yeah. Like? It has three wheels. Mm-hmm. You can't lean it. Right. Um, tip over lines? They, they said you could tip. Um, it goes in reverse. And, yes. uh, oh, you watch out. You might hit stuff. Don't turn sharp. <laughs> the girl in the Harley booth, one of the, the blonde booth babe was watching over my shoulder and she was just like, don't you guys know how to write this already? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't. Now, now here's an important question. Did it have linked brakes or could you drift it? Um, the front were linked. The rear Shit! Were Who does that on a three-wheeler? What were they thinking? Well, you know, you, I, I was able How to, are you supposed to turn it? I, I was mean, able to drift it a little bit. Well, sure, just with the gas, but yeah. like... Yeah. Getting just gas along. Just sort of, and it's, you can't, it's, if you can just induce a little... It's kind of like the Viffers, where it's like a 730 link kind yeah. of thing. So, yeah. it wasn't too intrusive. Yeah. Uh, but it was weird. So I watched the video. I signed the mm-hmm. forms. Then after the video telling me how to ride the bike, mm-hmm. a dude comes over and shows me how to ride the bike. You're like pulling your friend like, no, look, look, see, that's that's my sidecar. It's harder to ride well, than this. Literally, this the conversation was like, I sat down. He's like, you ever been on something like this before? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah you're all right. the time. He's like, all right, well, you know, you got to watch out because this is sticking out on the sides. And I'm like, well, yeah, right. I've, I've got a yeah, I've got I've a euro. I've got a euro. <laughs> He's like, all right. Um. This button you push it. It's weird the way they do reverse. Yeah. Um, is it like the gold wings where you run the starter motor to make it, it back is, up? It is. <laughs> so you push the little button, the little thing turns up, you know, it says a little R. Four reels. But yeah, so the, it does the. Yeah. And you hold, kind of hold it down while yeah. you're backing up. And like every other thing, he would say, oh, it does this. You, you know, you gotta be careful of that. Right. A Ural. Right. Yes. I, I ride a, a Ural. Yeah. Which has. Maybe yeah. you should have said a Ural. Which has a sidecar? <laughs> never made an impact. Maybe that's what it was, because it never made an impact. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I want you to ride it out. Go around that cone and ride it back. And then you drifted it like a mother around the cone. You're <laughs> like, like, yeah, bitches! <laughs> well, he was just like, well, I thought you said you'd never been on one of these before. I'm like, I ride I, a, a Ural! <laughs> I know how the thing works. <laughs> that's what you said. Yeah, the problem was, you, you said a Ural, and he's like, so I took that out for a test ride. Yeah. It was fun as shit. Okay. Had a you know, nice kind of radio system going. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's comfy. It was comfy as crap. It was fun to ride. Mm-hmm. It felt like a Harley. Yeah. Well, go figure. <laughs> well, I mean, I had just ridden their street, which they were really pushing. I was yeah. like, you know, everyone come look at this. Yay. Mm-hmm. And people were coming over saying, I want to ride the street. Yay. But that doesn't feel like a Harley. And he gets back and goes. I rode the three wheeler and I was just like, 
I understand. Blah, 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 blah. Put the cruise control on. Mm-hmm. Put my hands back here. <laughs> I'm like, I understand everything now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I mean, Har- Harley has got the tour thing now. Let's be honest. Tell us I mean, we rode, we rode a bunch of their bikes, and the tour was the one neither of us wanted to get back. Yep. <laughs> their tours are freaking dialed. They've got that oh, just hi, absolutely May. locked. <laughs> May's here. Hi, oh. May. Hey. Wave at me. Wave. There we go. But yeah, so another three. So after I wrote that thing, I was just like, "That was fun." Okay, thank cool. you, yes. Bruce, babe. Let's and, go. You know, time for something with more three wheels. Yes, I was just like, "Well, Can Am's over there. They're not doing nothing." <laughs> really, they wasn't doing anything. Well, no, they were. But on the way to Can Am, I was stopped at zero. Mm-hmm. There was a dude at zero. They had all the bikes lined up. Yep. And I walk up to him, and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" He's like. I'm doing great. We're doing what EBR did last year, because fuck you with the test ride. Oh, hurt me. <laughs> Look at all our bikes. You can't touch a single fucking one. Uh, I was just like, well, really? You guys aren't doing test rides? He's like, no, we don't have anyone to do the thing with the... No, we're just... Uh, we have a meeting. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Reasons. Mm-hmm. Come tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. We'll, there'll be rides. Mm-hmm. Have you gone inside to look at them? <laughs> Yeah, they are, go- they are, going with, are going with the EBR program, aren't they? Yeah, so I was just like, holy shit, what? why? <laughs> why are you even here? What why? are you even doing out here? Why? So I walked past him, kept going, stopped at Honda. Yeah. They had all their lineup. They did not have the new 250R to test ride, so I was a little let down. Well, it's today they have a side-by-side to test ride. <laughs> <laughs> with a friend? Probably in the field, yeah. Oh, God, crashing the, the gear dude took uh, side-by-sides out. Yeah. And they were just like, we were having so much fun. They were flagging us at every corner and whistling and telling us to slow down and shut. <laughs> the shit. It was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I did not ride side-by-side. I, but they had them. Clearly, you missed the point of the show. I maybe it Aim side-by-side Expo. Maybe next time I will, because, you know, there's stuff. Yeah, reasons. Are, all the other kids are All the cool it. kids are doing it. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone will go, well, maybe someone goes with me. My wife said when the kids get older, I can go to some shows. Because I think we'd have fun, and, you know, we get, like, because they, they were saying you could tip one of these if you try hard enough. I'm like, oh, I want to try. <laughs> it's but, got it's got a roll cage and seatbelt. Let's roll that. <laughs> Why not? There's the rocky part. Let's. I don't know how. <laughs> okay, so but I was at the motorcycle part. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, you know, I want to ride something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's great. Do you have a full face helmet? Long sleeve shirt and or jacket and gloves, jeans, boots. And I'm like, I have a hat. Helmet. Mm-hmm. It's like a helmet, but smaller. And you're like, well, you can't ride then. Which was disappointing. Now, here's the thing. Yamaha and Kawasaki did not have those requirements. But they had gear to borrow. Oh, that's better. So they could loan me gear to ride their bikes that they weren't requiring me to wear. Hmm. Fucking Honda. So Honda's real message is fuck to your consumer. (laughs) Yes. One, we make side-by-sides now and maybe a bike. And also, by the way, fuck you. Mm -hmm. But look, our adventure biffer, because 
Adventure is dead now? Adventure! So, yeah. So I walked, left Honda in the dust, went to Can-Am. Can-Am has a new model called the F3. They call it their cruiser model. <laughs> Go on. Because it's feet forward. Okay. Now, we rode someone's uh, Can-Am at Durango. Yeah, it's back. feet under. It was the sports model. Yeah. I was like, since I already rode that, I'm going to try to feet forward one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't see it making a huge difference. It does. I don't know about you. When I rode that the, the sports model, mm-hmm. I didn't feel right on it. Um, but the F- I didn't feel right because I was so used to three-wheeler at the time and none of the three-wheeler things work on the spider because you yeah. try to make it drift and it goes, you do it, it's dangerous! Yes. Uh, the NAE computer didn't, I, it didn't stand out to me because I wasn't trying to make it drift. But you're sitting there with your feet forward, you got, you know, you're, it's a wide cruiser stance, mm-hmm. you got your big radio blaring at you, and I was just like, holy shit, this feels more like a Harley than the Street 750. <laughs> It was really nice. Hmm. Okay. And for what, I don't know, whatever reason, but you know, when you're on the trike, it kind of feels like a quad. Yeah. Um, but it feels well, Especially nat- the tadpole. Yeah. But it feels natural with your feet forward on it. Hmm. You're just like, this is cool. I like this. I enjoy this. Something must be wrong with me as a human being. I'm <laughs> <laughs> clearly a bad person because I enjoy foot forward positions. Foot forward positions on a three wheeler or, yeah, on a three wheeler. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I, I, I actually I looked at. You know, I mean, I, the Rocket Three or other cruisers. I still look at for because I do. I, a, I have a weird. I think cruisers are so neat. The experience of riding one in a straight line is really good. The experience yes. of riding them in corners is fucking terrible. Yeah, if you're gonna go like sporty riding on them, it's yeah. Not. Now here's the thing, though. Wait. <sighs> All right. Go on. We're not going to be able to edit any of this out of the video. What? Now they, now they can see how we really live. So. <laughs> we should just stare at the camera for like five minutes straight. Just like, Breathing heavily. <laughs> the funny thing is if we ever did a phone interview and videoed our side of it, that's what most of it would look like. Yeah, go on. Uh-huh. It's amazing. <laughs> Please tell me more about your product. So anyway, um, cruiser with a sidecar, yeah, or a three wheeler makes perfect sense because who gives a crap? It'll probably drift better because of the lower center of gravity. So you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They were both fun. The, the F three and the, that three wheeler, mm-hmm. free wheeler, were they were fun rides. Yeah. yeah, I could see myself transitioning to one of those when I get remarkably old, older. Yeah. Yeah, well, the spider, probably I'd do the spider when I got remarkably old because it's got, you know, the power steering and all that stuff. Yeah, which this. right now I find intensely irritating. But. I rode a manual one. I did not ride an automatic spider. Is it really manual, though? Yes. Not fake manual? It's not fake manual. It's got a clutch. Oh. Standard neat. shift pattern. That's cool. It was, a, it was, I don't know if they had more than one, but I saw it just standing there. They weren't putting anyone on it. You was like, like, can I ride that? And they're like, yeah, but it doesn't have... It, it doesn't, doesn't have an automatic yeah, shifter. Have, I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> you did see me come in on the FJR, <laughs> FJ, and, and, and wheelie and come in with a stoppy, right? So, so uh, that was me. Yeah, so I jump on it. I'm just like, this is much more like a bike. Click, hey. click, 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 click. <laughs> but the old man in front of me, I wanted to murder. Mm-hmm. He was, he was, I'm sure, a nice grandfather. Good to people. Blinker was on the whole demo ride. <laughs> 
the, the leader kept, he was the leader, the old man, me. And the leader kept reaching back doing that. Kids, the Pac-Man hand means blinker is on. Yeah. FYI. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. That would last right up until the next turn or lane change. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you need a passenger. And he also uh, couldn't quite figure out how to make it go. Go. This this one. There's there's a little thing you gotta do when you start the, the spider up. Oh yeah, the little button. the the pushy dip button, like the dance. safety, yeah, yeah, and take the parking brake off. Yeah, and yeah. he wasn't he was not. I, I tried to ride off on Joe's with the parking brake on. This thing's something. She's like your parking. This thing's a piece of shit. Where's that smoke coming from? Yeah, exactly. This thing's slow as shit. God, and it makes screeching noises around every corner. And Ken M, oh yeah, they do like a little training thing for you too before they... Do you watch a video? Please say yes. Yes. Does it tell you about three wheels? Yes. Does it tell you how the nanny will take care of you? Yes. Does it tell you how you, you could, if you could fog a mirror, you can ride it? No, but that's probably was the drawing point for that gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, uh, you could tip this thing over if you try. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Things, you get that one wheel, like, slightly unweighted, and the nanny goes, act your age. <laughs> things, things can happen. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I think it's got so many anti-fun devices in it. But, yeah, they, they did the video, and then they take it out, and they've got a cone course set up that the guy walks you through. He's like, yeah. go, stop, turn, let me see you do it. And, you know... Which was probably a good idea, because that old man would just been like... (laughs) (laughs) Over the phone. (laughs) I also got to see demos of Gibbs stuff. Gibbs stuff. Gibbs. Remember the quadski? Oh, yes, the quadski, and they have a quad... They have have a ski bike. Bike ski. I didn't get to see a demo of that. I live in the desert, so it's useless, but, like, it sounds so cool. (laughs) They did not have a demo of that. Boo. They gave they were they had a uh, the model the model of it on mm-hmm. the floor yeah and uh, Mr Gibbs um, was kind enough to talk to me about it oh cool and I was competent enough as a podcaster and an interviewer to just completely fuck that one up and not get it nice <laughs> yep well done there was a point where I'm like talking to him. I kept having so many troubles and he's a he's a uh, New Zealander mm-hmm. nice nice gentleman. At one point, you know, I had the, the MP3 recorder in my bag, and I was holding a microphone, and I kind of, I was like, blah, 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 I go to this, and the cable pops out of my bag, <laughs> and I'm like, roll with it. There's still a mic. I'm like, <laughs> maybe you won't notice. Maybe you won't notice. I ask him the next question, he's like, you're not, your you're mic. You know, it. That's your mic down there. It's, it's not recording us anymore. It's not connected, is it? I'm like, caught me. (laughs) I'm bad at this. I'm bad at this. (laughs) Well, good job. But so, so, so he's, he's, so, I should have known a Kiwi would be behind something strange like that. Yeah, his, his story was just like, I've got this farm in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got a boat. I, I like, I tow my boat to the water. Now I gotta like drive the thing fucking back to the barn and park it, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "What if I could just smash them together?" And that's what I did, and I made the quad ski. <laughs> he just so, made the quad ski because he was like, "I'm really sick of going back and forth." Yeah, pain in the ass. Yes, that was that was his the whole thing right that was there. It, right. Yep. I'm so lazy. I'm going to invent a new vehicle. And then at that point, he had people working for him, and they were like, "What if we start taking wheels off of it?" So they've got a spider looking. Ski, ski, a tri-ski. 
Tri-ski. Tri-ski. Yeah. And then a motorcycle bike ski. Which bike ski. looks like a scooter with wheels. The wheels sure, fold yeah. in as you go into the water. Whoop. Mr. Gibbs told me, oh, this will do 100 miles easily. An hour? An hour on the road. Um, I went and out to the demo area where the guy was doing demos of the quad ski, which was really fucking cool. I'll post those up with the notes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, that bike ski, you guys don't have it here? He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, well, have you ridden it? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I was like, Giz was telling me it does like 100 miles an hour. What's that like? He's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we, we go in there. He's like, it can, and I've done it, but, but we go in that shit right down to 45. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, I'm a racer, I'm a stuntman, I've jumped out of planes, I've been in crashes. <laughs> if I was in a race for a trophy, I might do it, but for a job and a paycheck, no. <laughs> Interesting thing he did say is that I was like, well, what's in this bike? He's like, well, it's an Aprilla. Like, Just a Rotax in there? Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, oh. Okay. So it could go. It'll go 100. It'll go. <laughs> he says, yeah. Yeah, but no. Yeah. He's like, once you get up to that speed, because of the aerodynamics, it looks like a big old, it looks like a jet ski with wheels, kind of. It's, he's like, you're like doing this on it. Oh it's getting, you're peeing yourself. It's really scary. <laughs> so, so no. So no. Sad thing is, Gibbs doesn't want to make these bikes. Really? Make these vehicles. He he develop he considers himself a development house. Mm-hmm. He wants to you know license it out to someone. Oh, I see. Yeah, he makes the quad make- ski, but he's like, I reckon you know if a major manufacturer took it, they could make it sell it for half of what I have to sell it for. Yeah, well, I mean you know Polaris or, or like Bombardier could pick it up and mm-hmm. you know just crank them. Yeah, he's like he keeps making a point. You know all these manufacturers I'm trying to sell this to, they just have all this stuff in their parts bin already. They can build this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, makes sense. Makes sense. James is like with me. He's like, you know, there's a river that runs from my house directly to work. <laughs> I could cut my commute down to like minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a lot of fun. Oh yeah, me. I bet. It, looked, it seems it could be a hoot. It was if I didn't live in the desert, but. <laughs> If I go to visit my dad in Oriental, sailing an old people capital of the country, um, you'd be like, like, "Take this, old people!" Be like, "Yeah, well, you got roads. <laughs> Get some." Ah, <laughs> uh, what else was cool? Cena was really interesting. Yeah, Cena to me had the best of show. Mm-hmm. Um, they've developed a noise canceling helmet. I saw the pictures. That sounds amazing. That sounds like why didn't anybody do this before? And it's got the the, the headphone muffs, like headphone full muffs. actual like studio looking mm-hmm. muffs. Oh, we tried it on. You know, he, he, we put the helmet on, and he's got he's got music playing, mm-hmm. and everyone's talking. The show's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, let me turn it on. All you hear is music. Like, nothing, nothing. Nothing. It was just all. Everything kind of went to like this. Yeah. And you just mainly hear it. He had the music up kind of loud, mm-hmm. but that's all you really heard. Wow. Everyone's still talking and stuff. So it's a noise-canceling system, so it does use power to use the noise-canceling system. Yes. Okay. But And kind of dick move on Cena's part, I'll be honest. It doesn't come with the headset technology. It only comes with the noise-canceling. If you want the headset part, that's an additional accessory that they say will probably be about another hundred or so. That... And the helmet themselves, they were like, well, we're thinking between six grand. to eight hundred, yeah. maybe a grand. 
but yeah, that's I was just like that's so it it's feels all hokey. Yeah, it's, so it's like, just, why wouldn't she put it? Seen it? it, it the, the whole it's it, made for it, you know. Right. It's it's the same thing that HJC with some of their helmets, some of their. Some of their like uh, like mid range toury dork helmets have you know they're like you could put it in this specific very 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 specific bought by us you know thing yeah. into it and anything else fuck you. Um, oh, speaking of helmet manufacturers and fuck you, mm-hmm. they also had a lineup with all the ma- helmet manufacturers OEMs they were partnering with like mm-hmm. Shoeberth, Bell, mm-hmm. HTC I think maybe Scorpion mm-hmm. and how they were all producing helmets now that were ready to go to just clip in a twenty or a ten. Yeah. How do you think, what do you think the boardroom was like that day when they were like, oh, we've got our new helmet partnership with Cena. Here's the model. Everything clips right in. It's awesome. What's that? Cena made a noise canceling helmet? I could see some trouble. You could see maybe a little anger, a little mm-hmm. irritation. Yeah, on the other hand, I mean, Cena's pretty much the, the people for that. I mean, Chatterbox is going by the wayside. I went and talked to the, uh, the, uh, Scala guys right, right. after okay. I talked to yeah. the Cena guys. Uh-huh. I was very interested to see what they had to say. Well, they, they were one of the first, Scala was one of the first ones on. I mean, I had the, I had the Scala G2, which, you know, was like the cutting edge when I bought it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, here we come, I don't know about Talking to people. Talking to well, anyways, finish up Cena. That new helmet looks badass. Mm-hmm. I am so excited about it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the kind of thing, like you said, why haven't someone done this sooner? Mm. It's just, once you're holding it, you're like, duh. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Oh! And Cena's like, well, it takes a little bit smart as us to do that. And they're selling... Uh, Several different cameras now. Mm-hmm. Or we'll be selling several different cameras. I thought they just had the the. They got the, the thing that does everything. They got that. Mm-hmm. And they have two standalone cameras. Oh, okay. Um, one that's I didn't really look at the cameras to be honest. Mm-hmm. One of them that was uh, I think Bluetooth controllable mm-hmm. and kind of looked uh, like a hero. Yeah. And then like a tube Box looking type. one mm-hmm. that was just like a standalone, no sure. no frills, but still with the cool lens and everything, the the high mm-hmm. scale optics. Yeah. So Cena's like really throwing out their A game. Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, I mean, everybody had a GoPro when GoPro was the only thing that was. I yeah. mean, there's some serious and GoPro to their to their credit has fixed a lot of that stuff in their follow-on models, but you seen their like new super tiny one? Yeah, it's not very compelling. Cuz like if you're having a super tiny camera, why does it need to be on the dumb little like door yeah. holder like a normal GoPro is? Yeah. You know, I would just wear it if I went on a dates with girls. Uh-huh. For my collection. Yeah. It's not creepy. <laughs> and everyone left. <laughs> oh, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I went over and talked to the Cardo guys. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, hey, how you doing? Oh, this is your new product and stuff. Tell me about it. Um, what do you think about Cena and their helmet? And they were just like, we just, we just do intercoms. That's that's what we do. We're good at intercoms. Mm-hmm. Are they good intercoms? They have a cool new thing, mm-hmm. which um, I think they're calling it DMC or DMZ technology. Mm-hmm. They've essentially um, developed a new protocol separate from Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. So instead of using Bluetooth to connect our helmets, and it mm-hmm. goes back to a proprietary protocol. Sure. Um, cool thing about it? This is the party line one? Yeah. Yeah. It's all dynamic. Yeah. 
you so you get a pack of riders together. They're uh-huh. all you link them all up once. Yeah. And then as people go in and out of range, they just they automatically join the party. Yep. Mm-hmm. And shake it back up. That's cool. That seemed really cool. That's pretty compelling. I mean, that's that's like a good, good design compared yeah. to the Bluetooth, which is always you know one to one. That was just. I'm going to need to get some friends if I had that. Well, I I could see even being useful for like um, two riders. Yeah, because I think if you get out of range, you might not pair back up when you no, get back in. Fine. So no, it does just fine. It does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ruthann goes into the bathroom and it turns off and it comes back on when she comes out. Or I go into the bathroom and I forget to turn it off. I could yell that in my helmet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Your mic is still on! Turn it off! I'm just, I'm like, why are you guys wearing Bluetooth intercom? I was picturing you at your house. Oh, yeah. What <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> what you- She's up there feeding the baby. Hey, hon, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Man, it's hot in here. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Who's the cute baby? <laughs> that doesn't scare the baby. Crying your father, drink from my boob. Okay, so so I got to ask. So there's, so there's all this cool electronic shit. Mm-hmm. Is anybody making a commercial PA system? Uh, no. So no, no commercial intercom. I had no. a freaking brilliant idea for a product. Okay. Is it a commercial intercom? <laughs> it is. Yes. Here's the best part, though. It's a commercial Bluetooth intercom. Oh, yeah. It's on the bike. You Bluetooth it to your phone and to your microphone. And then you can use it, then Bluetooth, to yell at people with. I found out that's illegal in Florida. What? You're having a PA on your vehicle. How? Wait. wait. Yeah. Me talking loud practically counts as a PA. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, they better not go to Florida, man. <laughs> I guess. I, so it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> you all suck at driving. Oh, God. I'm being arrested. Because I was telling the PA system idea to like the other guys. Yeah. And, you know, and they were like, oh, that's great. Steve from the Cafe Racer's like, oh, that's illegal here. You can't, you can't do that. Because he's like firefighter EMT. Yeah, yeah. He's got friends and cops and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you can't do that. No fun noise here. No, no PA systems. Fuck you, Florida. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sit on the state line. I'm going to turn the PA up to like 11. <laughs> Like, you are all old. <laughs> you are old. And they'll be like, hurry up, my lord. <laughs> what? I heard that. <laughs> oh my god, my hearing's back. <laughs> Brother, it's a miracle. That's the real reason PA systems are legal in Florida. It's because of the hearing aid lobby. <laughs> they don't want to actually hear stuff. <laughs> instead of instead of people having to buy hearing aids, you could just give everybody their own personal PA system. They could walk around. Chuck, how are you? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I did see some cool sound systems, which I would like to hook up to the Earl. Yeah. With the flashy lights that beat. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's cool. I was like, You can make Beats bike at last. Yeah. I can make Beats bike. (laughs) Is Chuck coming to work today? (laughs) Yeah, he's he's here. (laughs) Bitches getting a sidecar. Everybody's like, it's full of speakers. <laughs> Should I sit on the buffer? Just get on. <laughs> Beats wait for no one. <laughs> um, oh, I got um, some new earbuds. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those custom ones. The, the put the goop in and put the earbud in yeah. ones? Yeah. This one I got from a different outfit um, called Ear Ink, and they mm-hmm. do soft ones as opposed to... Um, as opposed to, like, the, the harder, hard resiny kind of things? Yeah. 
do they, I'd be interested to hear how those work, because, like, I'm noticing with the hard resin ones, like, if your ears aren't perfectly clean or it's, like, cold or warm, it's, like, they don't sometimes want to, like, slip a little bit. But for me, they get sore if I have them in for too long under a helmet. Mm-hmm. Even though they're supposed to be, like, custom and everything's perfect, and the guy yeah. told me it's totally my imagination, mm-hmm. they hurt. Well, if the helmet's squeezing your ears like this and you don't have them really flush, like, with the ones I got, they were, they were in the instructions, they were, like... Everything needs to be flush so it does not stick out from your ear. If it sticks out from your ear, it's going to be a misery. Don't do it. Um, you know, and they actually specially built the buds so they're just like, you know, little nubbins things. Um, um this, this ones I got, the soft ones I got, they, they're really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like their individual drivers for each ear with mm-hmm. like the drivers down here and then a little tube that goes up. Yeah. Um, sound isn't as great as my other ones, which mm-hmm. I think are from Fit Ear, mm-hmm. but there's a there's a lot of bad blood in the custom ear mold motorcycle show industry. Really? <laughs> yeah. You think they started all at the same in well, the same place, and they like there was a there was a falling out and a, and, and a divorce and a, and the the, the the two families that hate each other. They each had like ear builders that fell in love. You, the young ones, and then and they fought each other, and everyone died. And you are really close. You are really really close. So what? The guy at the show told me, because I was like, oh, I've got these hard plastic ones that they took the mold and then they sent them to me from the lab. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that's the, the fit guys, right? He's like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, we trained them. And I'm like, oh. They, he's like, yeah, they saw us at Sturgis making like a money hand over fist doing this. So they came and trained with us because they thought it would be an easy way to make money. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, 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 well, I thought there was like, there's another third company out there doing this too. He's like, yeah, that's his brother. They used to be in business together, but now they don't talk to each other. I was like, there's, there's so much drama and injury. Oh my God. <laughs> it comes to years. Yeah. What about the, what about the order of the goop in the mail ones that I got? I, I, I don't know. He, he probably wouldn't have. That's the cousin. That's the long lost cousin. Yeah. I was just like, oh, you know, the, the hard ones, they kind of hurt out. He's like, yeah, I don't recommend those. That's why we do the soft ones here, but we can make lab ones for you to have blah, 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 blah. Just like, can I just have a pair? Since I can't have a PA system here in Florida, because Grandma's afraid of my beats. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Fat beats that just don't stop are not a PA system. But me talking to someone to communicate with them is a PA system? I guess. So couldn't you just have, like, really badass speakers and then have, like, a little mixer with pre-made things? Hey, you. You drive so bad. Get off the road. Suck it, Grandma. And you can just be, I don't know. Oh, it's a song, man. These, these Pandora, sam- you know. These sampling songs they do so these weird. days are freaking wow. Damn you, Kanye. Now, haven't you heard the new one, You Can't Drive, Grandma? <laughs> You can't drop grandma. <laughs> so specific, right? <laughs> I guess he must have had an experience before he wrote that song. It's yeah, well, thing. fuck it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, other cool thing I saw mm. um, was from Held. Mm. They're two in one shit. Home of the home of the home of the uh, the gloves that can't survive, Todd. Uh, yes. Um, they're coming out with a line of gloves, pants, and jacket, mm-hmm. where the thermal warm liner stuff mm-hmm. is built into the coat. Right. So you never have to take it out. 
If it's hot, you put your arm into the sleeve, but not the sleeve of the liner. And it all just kind of sits behind you in the jacket. But then you have, like, all the bulk of the... It doesn't feel it. Really? I put the gloves on thinking, you know... You it's going to be like... Oh. Felt like normal gloves. Now, they're not four season. Mm-hmm. They were, I was going to say, because the, 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 the liner can't be that thick. Yeah, though they did have like a four season glove that was really thick. Mm-hmm. But it felt like a four season glove. Yeah. It wasn't any bulkier than a four season glove. They had like a warm, a three season, and a four season cold weather glove. Mm-hmm. All of them had like a thermal liner in there. Sure. And they all felt like normal gloves. Huh. The pants, same thing. Jacket, same thing. It sure. was pretty slick the way that cool. the setup. Yeah, I give him credit for doing something different. I'm I'm a little skeptical, but I was really skeptical. But James was like dragging me over there. He's like, "You gotta check this out. It's really cool." And just the way the 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 sleeve and the the, the front part of the liner mm-hmm. just kind of go into the jacket. They just look real flat. There's mm-hmm. no bulk. It's hmm. pretty slick. Yeah, sounds like it. It's a wild. Yeah, it didn't seem to add any bulk to any of that stuff. Huh. Uh, you know, because motorcycle clothes are already kind of bulky. So yeah, uh, bulky anyway. You yeah. can hide all kinds of things in there. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So, yeah, it was just you, no, no separate liner. It feels like something I'd have to see. To nothing get. you have to take out, nothing to get lost, nothing mm-hmm. to forget. Mm-hmm. It's just always there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Revit was making some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Um, they had a uh, a jacket I liked. Was it a Steve McQueen jacket? No, it was a um, it was a waxed cotton kind of thing. Oh, cool. But uh, as I was telling people, there's I can't have a waxed cotton anything. Why not? Because you'd get that look, that one right there. Because we're we're recording this, people can see this look. If I were to ever to wear waxed cotton anything, that look, there's just I, I, I can't. No, I, I liked wax cotton before. I, I've always liked It's a good look. It's cool. It, you know, it's, it's, there's, it's utilitarian. There's cool stuff. But would you stop it? <laughs> uh, yes. Hey, you're, you're preaching to the choir here, man. I know. I'm like Mr. Wax Cotton. I'm Mr. I'm going to wax my own cotton. What? <laughs> that didn't come out well. <laughs> that sounds... Not on the air. So dirty. Hmm. But it's a family show. It is? No. <laughs> Shit, no. But, no, that st- stuff was just really cool. Um, there was a few manufacturers doing the wax cotton stuff, mm-hmm. and every time I was just be like, well, that's really mm-hmm. cool. I can't get that ever. Revit was making what looked like a button-down shirt. Mm-hmm. Made a Cordura. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Made a Cordura. Um, had buttons, mm-hmm. but underneath the buttons was an actual zipper. Sure, so it would actually hold together. Yep. Um, had a jacket zipper in the back under the tail of your shirt, and had pockets for the really light armor, the really light, mm. flexi pliable stuff. Yeah. And honestly, it looks like a shirt I could wear to work. Hmm. Other than the fact you'd be walking around in the armor all day, like. It didn't look like it would be that big of a. I mean, this stuff is super thin, and yeah. it's just. It's not D30. It's not sure. that. It's. Oh, it's D D five, yeah, D ten, D three and a half. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like the rubbery is your mask, hmm. but it's you know it's about this thick. I want to say. Please continue. It was about this thick, mm-hmm. and it it didn't add any appreciable bulk to the shirt. 
So yeah, Revit had some pretty cool stuff that was coming out, looking looking pretty neat. They were definitely kind of going for more like urban stuff. Yeah, well, the stuff the stuff we've all been talking about for a while, which is gear that is like you can wear it to like go around the city, yeah, do your regular shit on your motorcycle and yeah. not be like. I mean, they had the adventure gear too, which mm-hmm. was you know, sure that was cool. That's kind of their thing. thing. Yeah, but yeah, that was kind of neat. Hmm. Um, Ducati wasn't there, like at all. At all. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah, there was no giant booth. Front we are some scramblers. No hot country girls serving espresso shots. Scramblers. Nothing. 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 Hmm. It's weird. They were, you know, because Honda had a big spread, Yamaha had a big spread, Kawasaki, BMW had a giant spread with a bunch of R9Ts that Roland Sands had custom up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no Ducati. Hmm. Oh, no, who else wasn't there? Hmm. Hero. Aww. You know, it was weird. They were saying they were going to take the country by storm. Mm-hmm. You know, they couldn't wait to start selling their their stuff here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not so much, huh? No, they uh, they might have made some bad blood in their troubles. Um, we got an email here. Oh, good. <clears throat> Apparently, Jake was there with you. He was. I we we exchanged emails a couple times to try to figure out a way to meet up, and that quite work out. Come Sorry, Jake. Jake was at AIM Expo. AIM Expo was pretty cool. I got to see a lot of cool gear and awesome bikes. The show winner, to, for me, was the naked modus with the supercharger at the Pirelli booth. Oh, my God. I would eat a Pirelli tire for a chance to ride that bike. And if you rode the bike, you would probably eat a Pirelli tire with the bike. That did look pretty cool. I tried to ride some bikes out back, but Honda was being a bunch of cocks because I don't have any fucking gloves. I can understand that they need to have some ground rules, but give me a damn break. And he went on a Saturday, so because this is important, relevant to the letter. He went on a Saturday, an actual public day. Mm. I was there for the two media days, mm-hmm. and then J- Jake showed up. Hmm. Please continue. I can understand that they need to have some ground rules, but give me a damn break. No gloves equals no ride. Meanwhile, a flock of Harleys ride in from a demo ride, and they are only wearing helmets. Hell, I think I saw a dude riding his demo naked on an electric Ultra 48 Astro Glide Muscle. Well, there were some really hot booth babes. Mm. I want to try to impress the girls. But Honda was the only Japanese brand that had any bikes available once I got there around 10.30 because they have such strict rules. Yamaha and Suzuki were completely booked for the rest of the day. That is deeply lame. Because they were friendly. Yeah. <laughs> now, Although I suppose with that many people, is that normal for shows, do you think? Uh, Yeah. Like uh, at Americade, mm. Honda was just booked straight out. Huh. Yeah, there was just like no hope to get on the Honda. Gotcha. Hmm. This is the interesting part. I couldn't tell what Zero was even doing in the lot. No one there was wearing a Zero shirt or hat or exhibitor lanyard or a sign that said, I work here. I asked three different people standing underneath the tent, where do I sign up for a ride? And nobody knew. Even the tech that was wrenching on an FX didn't know what I should do. <laughs> but on the right side, I walked away... Th- I walked by the Harley tent, HD of Orlando, not corporate, and the nice buxom blonde behind the table asked if other brands had any openings left. I told her they all suck at this bike demo thing, to which she replied, if you can sign your name on these three spaces, you can ride that V-Rod in the next group leaving in two minutes. <laughs> that was a fucking rad bike. It was the unharliest Harley I have ever ridden. It has power in any gear, a low center of gravity, and a high enough red line that it was actually really fun to ring it out. I can see why the official Harley dudes talk so much shit about it, because it shows the possibility of change, which is terrifying to an old guy. 
So yeah, even on the public day, Zero was just kind of had their thumbs in their ass. They hired the same dude that was running EBR. We're using Buell's methodology this year. It's the same guy from EBR. I work for Zero now. We ride bikes for work. What do you want to ride them? We just look at them and there they are. It's pretty. 100% torque. (laughs) (laughs) And I know who he's talking about as far as the buxom blonde at the Harley tent. Mm -hmm. She was a stunner. She's buxom. Blonde. And tan. Mm. Big it's Florida. Big sunglasses. It, it's Florida, dude. It's like par for the course. Pretty sure you have to leave town if you're not either old or extremely tanned. She wasn't old. <laughs> uh, so Eric, a friend of mine from work uh, a while back... Oh, okay. Some other thing. So he's got a road king that he just rides the wheels off of. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a bike-related question for you guys. A buddy of mine got a ticket on his Honda Magna this morning for failure to use a turn signal in Bluffdale. Bluffdale, Utah. I started scouring the net for information. All I could find is that safety requires working turn signals to be present. However, I seem to recall that motorcycles are not actually required to use them when changing lanes turning. Not defending my buddy, I always use mine and sometimes double up with arm signals, shouting, cursing, shaking, leg signals, etc. to communicate my intentions. Do you know the law on this? We went to our officer friend, uh, Officer Harker, to uh, ask straight from the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. And he told us, if I understand the question correctly, the answer is an arm or light signal works. No signal indication of lane movement at all is unlawful and will get you a ticket. Your listener is forgetting a motorcycle is considered a vehicle and all signal rules apply. Utah drivers, please take on the positive side, if he wants to, he can roll down the window in his car and do the hand signals. He also included, helpfully, the state code about using signaling. But Which is about as fun as dental surgery. It was, it was pretty boring. It's really, it's too long. I, can't, I got, like, through the end. I didn't believe any of the characters, and the, the plotting was lazy. Okay. Okay. I think we outlasted our listeners. I think we did, yeah. by and large. I was going to say, if anyone wants to ask us a question, please feel free now to ask us a question. Now's the next time to ask us a question. A- anyone? No. no. Bueller? Bueller? So I keep thinking about this this Bluetooth PA system, though. Blu- I think that it has to be Bluetooth. It's got to be. Everyone's Bluetooth, pl- right? Oh, when's the next check on Wheel Nerds? Good question. Well, I, I've uh, we, we, we have what looks like it might be an operating profit of very little this year. Um. <laughs> and I told Chuck it's we need to get great. some spy microphones. It's very. I still want to do our spy mission to the dealerships. We still, still have covered our stickers. Oh, okay, yeah. good, good. <laughs> but I, I, I do like I do like your idea. Yeah, about I still spy want spy microphones so we can do a spy mission. I want to get. Um, oh God, what's her name? The girl out in L.A. Well, I sent an email to Brittany Morrow, mm. the the one girl who uh, got ra- the road rash queen. Yep, yep. She hasn't replied to me. Okay. Um, there's another girl, I think it's called the Moto Lady, mm-hmm. out of uh, L.A. in California. She seems like kind of a hipstery... Joanne's um, no, 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 that's different. a different girl. Uh, that girl is... Um, I don't think we can get her on the show. Oh, okay. She has opinions about me. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am trying to get Brittany Morrow. If I can find a way to get in touch with her and, yeah. and stuff, I, I would like to get yeah. her on the show. Listeners, if you know her or have connections, help. Mayday. <laughs> but yeah, I still I still really want to do the spy thing. Um, I think there's just... there's there's I really... Really want to see what's going on there. See if we actually get different... Um, 
behaviors from for men and women, and and all the women assure me that we will. And of course, I don't see it because I'm a guy and I'm completely oblivious. Yeah. Oh yeah, so. it is the Moto Lady. MotoLady.com. I'd like to have her on the show. She seems cool. like she'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Just from the uh, articles and stuff she posts up on Facebook. Way cool. Um, Eric uh, Buell, which is just Eric Buell and drag. Erica Buell. <laughs> It's Eric Buell in a wig. <sighs> Going back inside the dinosaur head where it's safe and under- unthreatening. <laughs> Going to my happy place. What did you learn, Todd? I learned that only by being a dinosaur am I actually safe from Chuck in this room. What have you learned? Let's test that. <laughs> Why? Why? You still feeling safe? No. <laughs> I like video. <laughs> I learned that video is more fun than it has any right to be. Yep. <laughs> well, um, I forgot how the show ends. Oh, what have I learned? Yes, that would be the traditional end of the show. Um, I, I've learned video is kind of cool. Like, we yeah. should do this more often. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's all we got time for this week. Until next week, ride safe, everyone. Are you supposed to say I'm Todd? Oh, yeah. Until next week, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. No, ride safe, everyone. Goku. Don't rip the costume. You'll be able to send it back. <clears throat> or else you'll be, you'll be Goku halfway through the episode when he's been beaten up. <laughs> no. Bye, everybody. <laughs> ride safe, everyone. See you next week. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Okay, so it's the first day of the AIM Expo, and I'm wandering around, and I've already fucked up my first interview.